Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, I'm writer Kyle Higgins, and you're listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. You've just jumped inside the pull bag. Join TFG1 Mike and the rest of the comic reading crew here at the GCRN as they make their great escape into comics. From DC, Marvel, IDW, Boom Studios, Xenoscope, and more, we have everything you want to read right here. Transformers comics? Yeah, we cover that. He-Man? Yeah, sure. DC superheroes like Batman, Batgirl, Nightwing, and Batman Beyond? Yep, we have those too. How about TMNT from IDW and I Hate Fairyland from Image Comics? Yeah, we have all that here. Plus, so much more. It's all inside the pullback here on the GeekCast Radio Network. So without any further ado, it's time to talk about the comics we are reading right now here inside the pullback. Hey, I'm Kyle Higgins, writer of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and you're listening to Mighty Morphin March here inside the pullback. Thank you once again to Mr. Kyle Higgins for the introduction. Welcome to Mighty Morphin March here inside the pullback on the GeekCast Radio Network. I'm, of course... Wow. I am, of course, TFG and Mike. No, I'm not Steve Megatron. What the hell was I going to say? Wow, what kind of bizarre world are we living in? This really is an alternate dimension if I'm Steve Megatron. And I'm TFG and Mike. Yeah, I don't think so. That's not happening. Uh, so, yes, we are here. Mighty Morphin March, episode 344 of The Pullbag, volume 4 of Boom Studios, Power Rangers, main ongoing... And, oh boy, does... I mean, I know this story ramps up and ramps up as we go further here, but, wow, Volume 4 just kind of kicked all kinds of ass. Um, you've got Kyle Higgins on writing, as per usual, uh, illustrated by Henry Presetia on chapters 13, 14, and 16. Daniel Bayless did, the, did chapter 15, so basically issue 15. Colors done by Matt Herms, edited but letters done by Ed Dukeshire. Uh, the editor was Daphina Pleban. Um, okay then, so we have Goldar and Finster and Rita and all of that starting out, and they're gonna make a bunch of Goldar clones because the putties just aren't cutting it. Those didn't either. <laughs> Well, true, Goldar didn't... I mean, he lasted a lot longer than the putties did, but, um... But, uh, yeah. We also have the part of the story where they're in the alternate timeline, and it's Aisha and Bulk and, and Trini, which, it's so weird seeing Trini and Aisha in the same place, considering Trini went off and did her thing in in the show 
you know, mm-hmm. they, they went off to do the humanitarian thing. It's not weird in a bad way. It's just a little strange more so. It's not, I have nothing against it. It's, I think it's really cool. Um, and they're, you know, taking them to their leader and their leader turns out to be Zach. Funny enough. Funny enough. Um, I love uh, the art and colors on Saba throughout this entire thing. Saba is one of the coolest pieces of this trade. I was always a fan of Saba mm-hmm. uh, when he was introduced into Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also liked the Tiger Zord and the Falcon Zord, so it was kind of a... Um, and the the white tiger suit. So at the same time, like I, I loved the entire uh, everything that surrounded the white ranger. Yep. And yep. so to see that getting more fleshed out uh, is incredible. Yep. It really, really is. Um... <laughs> so we get. Uh... Yeah, we, we get all kinds of character stuff in the beginning here between Billy and Tommy because the, the coinless, as they're termed, don't think that, you know, they think there's something wrong. They think it's Lord Draken. They think it's this. They think it's that. And they're like, no, really. And apparently the the Lord Draken's world's Billy is dead. Um, so you have this whole thing with, with that world's Trini and our world's Billy. You have Lord Draken punishing one of his yellow ranger sentries and all of that. And lo and behold, look who it is. It's Scorpina from our world. So that explains where the hell she's been. For a time. For a time, anyway. Yes. You know, so that's one cool thing amongst many cool things that Kyle Higgins did in the writing. When we first saw Goldar, he was being punished in, in his dark dimension. And now he's getting... A second chance kind of thing and come to find out Scorpina is with or hanging around Lord Draken kind of a thing as well um, and it is bulk and skull with uh, with uh, the coinless which that's interesting I kind of like that actually it gives them a purpose other than being bumbling morons yeah which he's kind of given them a little bit of a retcon anyway in this, mm-hmm. just because they're not, um, they're more of like video bloggers and less of that, you know, moronic mm-hmm. version that they were previously. Yep. Yeah, we're the first ever Power Ranger video bloggers, or we're the ones that do it better, or I heart Power Rangers, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a dig that no one's going to get except you. You know, a company saying they're the first at something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We done it first. Uh, no. No, you didn't. You might have made a lot of money off of it. More no, than they, they made a lot of hoopla over it. True. Doesn't make yeah. it true. No. So we have um, Jason and Zach training. Uh, we have Kimberly and Jason talking about the stress of everything else, and I understand they're still going with the whole split of Tommy's powers through Billy's power coin and whatever else, and I remember that one time in the show when Jason did get the dragon shield, and it was, you know, the Red Ranger with the dragon shield. 
it's really <laughs> it's not off-putting it's not strange but it, it it's it's a little well maybe it is a little strange seeing Jason in in the green uniform with the dragon shield cuz I'm used to seeing him obviously in his red uniform with that but again I understand it's part of the story it's part of you know everybody doesn't have their powers so they're you know hemorrhaging off Tommy or siphoning off Tommy's kind of thing uh, you have uh, our Billy looking at you know uh, the memory wall and the and the, the he's doing his Billy thing he's exploring and he sees you know in loving memory and it's it's their world's Billy and he asks Trini what happened and what I love about the way Kyle wrote this is he didn't say how did this how did your Billy die or whatever how did I die that I thought was a very cool way to express instead of basically saying hey there's two different ones here I thought that was really cool yeah, yeah. and apparently that world's Billy died uh, a hero because he saved Trini's life and we get you know part of this great battle with Draken which again I think is super cool because we really get to see Lord Draken in action. Um, so that's very cool. Uh, we get to see Saba, and Saba basically tells Zack that, you know, I'll be back, and, you know, I, I'll come back with people who are going to save our world. Which is funny, because, like, they, they go through this whole diatribe of... of explaining how that comes to be mm -hmm. yeah and i didn't feel like it was that bad of a diatribe i felt like we don't know enough of lord draken's world or what happened especially in reading through the eyes of our rangers so they kind of need that it isn't just uh exposition to be exposition Yeah, it was very well put together, and I, I really enjoyed how they um, kind of explained it and um, the whole, uh, you know, finding worthy rangers mm -hmm. <laughs> via, like, Zordon. Mm -hmm. We end uh, chapter 13 with the Goldar army. And with the fact that Finster has the, the Alpha robot and he's basically reprogramming it and controlling it himself. What's that thing that he says? Affirmative? Mm-hmm. Affirmative, Jason. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously ensuing battle between the coinless Tommy and Billy and Lord Draken's forces. Um... Very, very cool. I love the technology that they show off. I love the, the look of the tanks. Um, I love the the way that, you know, Zack asks Tommy, Draken will probably seek you. He basically says, Draken will probably seek you out the second you leave here. Are you ready? And Tommy's like, very ready. We have all the Green Rangers and all the Green Men fighting all the Goldars. Together again. Yep. Uh, uh, uh. Yep. I do like it, though. I think it's kind of cool to see the various 
other rangers helmets in the green color like kim's you know pterodactyl helmet and and zach's mastodon helmet i think it's cool seeing it in the green color it did get a little bit confusing though kind of trying to keep track a little bit i can understand that yeah um i mean i can see the the, the difference clear like there's one panel it's after it's right after the battle starts it's where um where they say ah they just keep coming you get jason kimberly and zach right there in three panels so and I think the other difference is their powers or their power weapons are kind of their original colors. So you can kind of, like, Kim's arrows shoot pink. So you can kind of tell. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess that's true, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the coin list fighting back. As I said, big battle scenes here. Um, very, very cool. Scorpina shows up with Red Ranger Sentries, which is interesting. So we've seen Black Ranger Sentries, Yellow Ranger Sentry, which was one, and then these two Red Ranger Sentries. The Red Ranger Sentries behind Scorpina kind of remind me of the, um, oh, Star Wars fans are going to kill me. I, I, the Praetorian Guards, the Red Guards that are always with um, uh, Palpatine. Crimson Guard. Yeah, something like that. No, it's the Crimson Guard. Okay. I, I know these things. I like the Emperor. Mm-hmm. He likes the Emperor, folks. Huge air quotes around that. Ah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, Saba shows up, and part of the earlier part of the story was that they escaped in, in the Falcon Zord. And they've somehow buried the Falcon Zord or whatever. And it gets to the point in the battle um, where, you know, uh, Aisha, I believe, says, Now would be a great time for that plan of yours, Saba. Yes, yes, it's here! And all of a sudden the Falcon Zord comes out and does its wing thing with the missiles and the... Oh, that was one of the coolest things about the original Falcon Zord toy that you could basically mimic the scene from the movie when it does it in the original 95 film. I love that they threw that in here. Yeah, I I do love that as well. And and I like how um we also get the uh uh well just basically that whole freaking battle. Mhm. Yeah, the whole battle is amazing. Um it's Super cool to see the Falcon Zord fight fight with the, I should say against Lord Draken's black jets. There, that's very cool. Um, you know, we we even get to see Pink Ranger sentries and Vulcan Skull do their thing. Lord Draken arrives and uh, stuff kind of goes to hell. Pretty much. Falcon Zord crashes. Um, everybody's taken to to Rita or to wait. What? What? Wait a minute. Taken to Rita. Oh, that's right. It's two different. It's the Goldar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goldar. Okay, our Rita. All right. Because I was gonna say Lord Draken's Rita. He killed her. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
so you see Trini and Billy trying to figure out, you know, the morphing with the relic and, and the coin and and all of this, and we kind of end um, this issue with Billy and them gonna that they're gonna surrender. So that's the end of, of issue fifteen. There, um, I love this. Even though most of it is just battles, Power Ranger battles have always been really cool. And in comic form, I find them even cooler because you can do so much with the art. I mean, television budgets aren't what they used to be. And I have been watching, or I have watched at least the first two episodes of the new Beast Morpher series. It's probably, in the modern day Power Ranger series, it's the one that I've actually wanted to stick with. Like, I've seen... All of Samurai and Super Samurai. I forget what was after that. Um, and then Ninja Steel and whatever. I didn't watch a lot of that stuff, but this new Beast Morpher series that they're doing is really cool. And my point in bringing that up is, even today, there's still only so much you can do with a television budget, but comics, you can do almost anything. You can have the artist do almost any kind of battle, and this battle in in uh, in chapter fourteen was just amazing. Yeah, I also like how they they actually bested the the counter universe, as it were. Mm-hmm. Just because it's cool, like I don't know. Oh yeah. Um, we have issue fifteen here. I love the cover. The Rangers with with Zordon. The Rangers with Zordon on the cover. I love that. That's cool. That's kind of like an ominous thing. And this issue is basically Zordon's part of the story. Like, where did he go? What happened? And what's going on with him? And he actually meets up in this astral plane with the other Zordon. Like, he's stuck in between time kind of which was actually really awesome it was i'm glad kyle did this as far as the story goes and the art that's done on this is just simply amazing and and how the the one zordon essentially died Mm -hmm. and the other one was like uh conversing Mm -hmm. with um you know conversing with uh Saba mm-hmm. and yep. promising, you know, look, I'm going to send them your way. Yes. There's a couple of times in this issue where I feel like Z- Z- uh, Zordon has a, um, I almost said Zaba. What the hell is Zaba? Um, uh, where Zordon has almost, it, it's different angles. It's mainly like when he, when we see him in his, in his tube in, in the chamber he almost looks like he has an Optimus Prime hat on. Yeah, he could. In, in various... Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, like, the way that the art is done, the way that the colors and the way that the shadows project off of it and whatever, it looks like he has, in certain angles, it looks like he has, like, you know, little Optimus ears. So we get the story of, you know, Lord Draken. You know, Tommy of, of his world and how he basically chose Rita over everybody else. And I, even though we really only see it 
once, I believe. Yes, it's only once. I wish there was a bigger panel of this. It's the panel where it's Ninjor and Alpha, where Zordon says, However, the more I witness of this world, the more it seems my other self was wrong about many things, including... You see the Falcon Zord and the Tiger Zord next to each other. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever seen the Falcon Zord and the Tiger Zord next to each other. Nope. I mean, I'd love to have a Falcon Zord, Tiger Zord, you know, all in one kind of battle. Um, with them obviously fighting a monster or whomever. Um, so you see that this world's Tommy is like, no, I'm going to be evil and yada, yada, yada. And, you know, Zordon's like, you don't have to do this. And he basically destroys Zordon. And, you know, our Zordon speaks kind of the obvious thing. Hello? You, I, you are dying. Yes, Draken has assured that, has, has assured of that. Um, I mean, how often do we get to talk, like, quite literally talk to a different version of ourselves? Yes, we can all talk to ourselves till we're blue in the face. I talk to myself all the time. So do I. Well, you have a, you know, what is that thing you always say? A penchant for intelligent conversation. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but, you know, just witnessing any version of Zordon dying, it, it even though this world's Zordon kind of was a little misguided or, you know, his beliefs didn't really work and things like that, I think we're left with, you know... the thing of, hey, this is kind of hopeful, this is kind of our Zordon seeing a different version of himself and, and not making the same mistakes that that Zordon did. Of course, in our universe, Tommy didn't choose evil, he chose good. Which was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just love the way this issue it focus again, as I said, as I've said over the last three weeks, each issue finds a way, each part of the story finds a way to not only have character depth, growth, and a further line in the story, it focuses on each personality at different parts of the story in almost every single issue. Uh, like, this issue mainly has been Zordon and telling of the story, and like you said, Saba, you know, wasn't fast enough, and, you know, he'll come back and he'll, and he'll send people and he'll do this and he'll do that. We then obviously go back to, to the battle with Draken and, and, and Zack and, and all of that, but the fact that a majority of this issue is, of this part of the story is Zordon and the history of all of that, that is very cool. You know, yeah, I loved that whole play through time. Yep. You know, we often say, you know, there isn't enough time to give all the answers or all the all the things we want in a two and a half hour, three hour movie or whatever. Or there isn't enough time, like say a TV show only gets 13 episodes or hell, in some cases it only gets 5 or 10 or 13 or whatever. Um, you know, it doesn't have that much amount of time. And even comics, sometimes that happens. I mean, sometimes comics will go away, but, you know, or whatever. This, this series, Kyle Higgins writing, 
Hendry on the art and the other artists on the art as well. Kyle's story that he's telling so far is so in-depth. It covers so much more ground than we've ever had in Power Rangers. And this is why I said, and I'll continue to say, this is the Power Rangers comic we have always wanted. It's the one we've always deserved. Like, the original show is what the original show is. That was done 20-something years ago. There's nothing we can do about that now. It lives in a, in a, in a time capsule. Whatever they're doing on television now, that's what they're doing on television now. However, Kyle Higgins came in, took all of the characters that he and the rest of the world loves, like us, and gives them story, depth, and everything else that is completely different, but still has the same feel of, hey, this is my Power Rangers. Yeah, it, it definitely felt that way. And I, being a fan of the original Power Rangers anyway, it kind of was um, basically like, you know, going back to the, the origins of my uh, fandom with the series. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Mine too. We have one more chapter here. We have cha- issue 16, chapter 16. Um, they're about to surrender, but before they surrender, you know, there's something you should, uh, know, Lord Draken. <laughs> and, uh, the fact is, they're never gonna surrender. Never give up, never surrender. Mm-hmm. Galaxy Quest. Yep. So they fight on, and Trini and Billy figure out the power coin, and Eventually, everybody gets their powers back. Somebody ends up in the Black Dragon using that. Very, oh, she, what she does is she uses the Black Dragon with the the uh, with Billy's Triceratops power coin uh, to basically give everybody back their original colors, original powers. Brings back the Megazord, and the battle continues. And you basically have Trini. Uh, running the black dragon which is really really cool and funny i might add Mm -hmm. and again we get back to this whole battle battle thing and and you know we get to the point of them figuring out their billy our billy we get Tommy and Draken, or Tommy and Tommy, uh, having a battle with each other. And, you know, the Tommy on Tommy battle, uh, as much as we enjoyed Dimensions in Danger from, I think, Ninja Steel it was, the the episode with Tommy fighting himself, mm-hmm. I really dug this, because you basically have... Lord Draken with the dragon dagger, and you've got our Tommy with Saba and the 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 you know the other dragon, dragon dagger. dagger. Yeah. So they have a fight and knock down, drag out, and what's really cool about all of this is as we're going along, you know, Tommy is kind of talking to Draken and talking to us, the audience, about. Um, 
He says, because when I feel that darkness is that fear, I remember that they trust me. You know, that they believe in me, and I believe in... I hope you don't mind, but this party just looked way too good to miss. Speak of the devil. You know, it's this whole... And Kyle does this amazing... Like, I dare anyone to read his Nightwing run, and when they get to uh, issue 29 of that run... I dare them not to cry. They won't be able to. Because the way Kyle writes these characters, the way Kyle writes Dick Grayson Nightwing, he puts a message of hope and a message of friendship and a message of togetherness to, get to the point of where it is so emotionally resonant that you can't help but shed a tear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, he thinks Draken is defeated, but then Draken jumps off the cliff or something or other. He, he kind of falls backwards, you know, yeah. like, not today. Yeah. And kind of escapes. And... Yeah, so the two Zacks meet up with each other. The coinless Zack and our Zack. And we have our Trini and, and, and our Billy meeting back up. This one kind of ends on a almost a good note. And everybody and, gets their color back on their yep. uniforms. Yep, everybody gets their own color back. Zordon is kind of back. They're trying to work on getting him back. And yay, we see Red Jason with the dragon shield. Yep. Um... And they all kind of go back to their lives. Their parents are, you know, you know, all happy that they're that they're back home safe. And what I love that Kyle did the framework for this from earlier when Bulk had asked him about, you know, what you know the Power Rangers mean to Tommy or whatever. I love that he framed it around the, this whole part of the story around that. And then the end part of it is Tommy giving them his answer, and Bulk and Skull are like. You know, Bulk's like, you take four weeks to film this for us, and that's the best you can come up with. There's always hope. <sighs> Sorry, guys. Best I've got. We go back to Draken, and uh, he's uh, somewhere. We don't know where, but he's... It looks like our Earth. Yeah, it does look like our Earth, and it probably is... Um, the new people we're going to be seeing in the next uh, in the next uh, trade for next week. So we weren't that big of a fan of the further adventures of Bulk and Skull. Did you have any interest in the ongoing misadventures of Squat and Babu? No, <laughs> just not a fan of the follow-ups. It, yeah. it reminds me of some of those old things that they used to do in the 80s and 90s in the comics, too. And, like, it just was like, nope, skip, boom, done. Mm-hmm. Like, just give me the regular issue, please. I mean, no offense to any of the creators on this. This no, This no. specific one is written by Ryan Ferrier, who Ryan Ferrier is someone that we've actually, I've actually interviewed the guy. He's a really super cool guy. And it's not anything to do with the creators it's not anything to do with the people that worked on this it's just like you said i want the main story 
Like, if they're going to do a backup like what Snyder and Capolo did where it ties in somewhere or some sort of epilogue part of the story, great. I mean, I understand they're trying to also appeal to kids, but I'm sorry, this is not a kid's comic book. This is for us. Uh, we have the color, cover gallery in this. Absolutely love the three covers that are in here. I, I love the, the Dragon Dagger one where he's pulling it, the putty one, and then... Um, the Sword of Darkness kind of cover as well. Uh, so cool. Read this comic series, folks. If you have not done so already, please do so. Uh, what are your final thoughts or anything on this specific uh, part of the story, this this trade here? Uh, I enjoyed it. I, I liked how, um, although it was a little confusing between the two battles going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, between pages, it was it was kind of difficult to kind of keep that straight in my head, but I don't know if it's just because <laughs> life, um, but it, it could be that. Um, but no, I mean, I enjoyed the, the storyline. I enjoyed, um, you know, how everything kind of resolved itself. I really loved the Zordon and Zordon conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Tommy versus Tommy um, battle that should have resulted in a death that did not. Uh, which will come back to haunt later, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, yes, it will, I think. Uh, volume 4, absolutely love it. I still cannot say anything bad about this. Uh, even Bulk and Skull, I mean, alternate dimension Bulk and Skull were kind of cool because they were part of the rebellion. They were fighting with the Rangers. They had a point. Exactly. Um again all the character stuff like you said with Zordon with Billy and Trini and and you know not having certain rangers on Dragon's Earth hell Rita not even being there on Dragon's Earth absolutely love it think it's great uh GCR universal rating system 0 to 5 stars what would you give this one uh, I'd probably give it a 4.5 I'm right there with you. Four and a half. Absolutely love it. Thought it was great. Alright, folks. This is our penultimate episode. Next week is the grand finale for now. As we talk about Volume 5 of Boom Studios' Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Where can the people find you online, sir? On the Twitter sphere at SCP-21 or at Altered Geek. I'm at TFU and Mike. You can follow at the pull bag at Geekcast Radio for all the other network updates. Make your great escape into comics, and we will catch you next week for the Mighty Morphin March finale. You've just heard the latest episode of The Pull Bag, the GCRN's first comic review and discussion podcast. There are several ways to get in touch with us and leave feedback for the show. You can visit the website, geekcastradio.com, where you can comment on the episode and all of our different podcasts. You can rate and leave a review for the show on iTunes. Be sure to leave us feedback. Become a fan of us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thepullbag. Send us an email, feedback at geekcastradio.com. Follow us on Twitter at thepullbag and at geekcastradio. So until next time, make your great escape into comics and unleash the geek in you. Is your cat on your lap? Yes, you can hear her, can't you? Yes, it's okay. It's not that big of a deal. Damn it, Kitty, lay down. You're interrupting the program. (laughs) Let the power protect you. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.